0: welcome. Thanks for joining us. My name is Chris.
1: And my name is Tessa.
0: And this is Pro Wrestling Repackaged, where the squared circle meets the small screen. In this episode, we'll be discussing Heels Season 1, Episode 8, Double Turn, the season finale, maybe series finale. We're (laughs) not quite sure yet. But before we do that, just want to apologize real quick for this episode coming out much later than usual. We did not anticipate how long it would take us to actually get to recording this. But now that we're here, let's just dive right in. Season 1, Episode 8, Double Turn, directed by Peter Siegel and written by Michael Waldron.
1: So in the finale, we see that the DWL is about to meet its biggest crowd yet. But unfortunately, when it comes to the Spade family, there's always some sort of drama outside of the ring in addition to inside. So while Ace is trying to prove that he's actually a good guy, Jack's marriage is on the line.
0: Ooh, <laughs> big steaks.
1: Real real. Unfortunately,
0: drama. I don't like steak, <laughs> or any meat for that matter. So the meat of this show is just, I just toss it off the sandwich.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's like the general feeling for me. I'm just not super interested in any of the Spade family drama and that continued into the finale.
0: (laughs) Well, that's been a problem for us. And that's been an issue. And we've, you know, we've kind of (laughs) come out, so to speak, in recent episodes as not really being a huge fan of the main characters of this show. And I guess I'll just get into this right now. I kind of liken it to, I've been thinking about this, I liken it to, you know, when you're actually watching wrestling, you're watching WWE or maybe WCW back in the day or TNA, what have you. You're watching wrestling and the main event scene is just not you're just not interested in it you know it's just some old part-timer coming in taking up a spot or it's just something doesn't matter who it is it's just someone that you're not interested in in the main event but the undercard you're you love it you, you have your favorite mid carders. they come out they have a, a great 10-minute match every show And you just want to see them elevated because that's who you're interested in. But unfortunately, everything that the the program is built around is built around something that you are just not interested in. And it's shoved down your throat every week. Like how a lot of people felt when John Cena was on top (laughs) in like the mid to late 2000s.
1: It's like me when I first started watching uh, TNA. I don't remember what the main event scene was like, but I didn't really care.
0: (laughs) Right, but you had all these great younger talents on the undercard. You had the X division. You had the women's division. And a lot of times it's just like that in wrestling. So it's a pretty interesting parallel for this show. Kind of fitting. (laughs) It's obviously not what they intended. They want you to be invested in the spades. Unfortunately, we have just found ourselves not really caring all that much about them as characters. has nothing to do with the actors. I think the performances are great. It's weird for me because Stephen Amell, you would figure that I'd be the most (laughs) interested in him because I'm an Arrow fan. Right. And I came over from that show really just kind of chomping at the bit for this because Stephen Amell plus wrestling, what could go wrong? Well, for me, it's just a character. A character. For me, it's just a character that I'm not all that invested in. And And there are more interesting aspects of the show that I wish were the main focus, but that's not the show.
1: And he's not even the worst main character. Like, Jack's probably out of that family, who I hate so much (laughs) overall. He's probably still the best of that group, but he's still really annoying and (laughs) frustrating.
0: I think the part two that gets me is, and I mentioned this going into the show, is the setting... I thought would be a hurdle for me. In the beginning, I was willing to kind of go with it more, but the setting really did wear me down after a certain period of time where I just want to get the hell out of Duffy. <laughs> I don't want to spend any more time here. And that's awful for a show like this. Like the, the world of GLOW, for example. I want to live there. I want to go and spend time in that world of GLOW. I, I do not feel the same way about this show.
1: My problem is less the setting. Look, one of my favorite shows of all time is The Dukes of Hazard, which is also set in a small town in Georgia. <laughs> but and it's it's an hour long show too. But the difference is this is just really too much drama and and being in that world for so long like i'm kind of glad it's only 8 episodes because it just get it drains me <laughs> it's just too depressing <laughs> that's the,
0: that's i think the the feeling coming out of every episode and going into the next one for me was this kind of like eh you do have some bright moments and you have you know some great stuff with crystal and you have bobby pin who's mm-hmm. basically like a, a character from pleasantville <laughs> And you have, you know, Rooster and Apocalypse and Diego and Big Jim and you have these characters that you really do like and you want to see them succeed and you want to see good things for them. But ultimately, aside from Rooster, there's just not a whole lot of movement around them in the upward trajectory.
1: Right. And I feel like. The finale here didn't really resolve any issues I had or answer any questions I've had this whole time. I mean, which is good if they get a second season because hopefully those things would be resolved. But if they don't, I'm just sitting here like, well, what What else?
0: <laughs> well, as of now, there has been no announcement as of recording about a season two. And for us we're not completely sure if the show did come back, would we follow this for a season two? Because it then reaches a point of why would we talk about something every week if we're not, you know, we're not the people who should be talking about this show. The people who enjoy it are the ones who are going to be more insightful about it. We're being honest about it right now, and that's all we've been all along. But it reaches a point where it's not really what I want to put out in the world. So that would be kind of a judgment call just based on what we would see going into season two, maybe the trailers, maybe maybe with some time away from season one, we'd have a kind of a fresh set of eyes on it and and maybe be willing to give it another shot. But that all remains to be seen. I think what we should do now is just kind of, Talk out, you know, <laughs> how we're feeling about this finale here. And you, you know, for me, it's not all bad. It no. It, it, there are some things that I did enjoy.
1: The show itself isn't bad. I don't think it's a bad show. I just think it's not the show for me. Right. And what what I enjoy. Yeah.
0: It's it's not to our personal tastes, I think, with a show like this, with just kind of a straight-up drama. Right. You know, for me, it always depends on well, how much how much, you know, levity do we get in each yeah. episode? How much of it is like, normally dramas like this either tend to be really soapy or really trashy or really <laughs> gritty. And this one was all of that kind of mixed <laughs> into one. And it did have some moments of levity, some some great comedy stuff here and there. But for the most part, it's just like, wow, this this show, <laughs> this is, a, this, it's it's quite a ride and it's not quite the ride I want to be on every week. <laughs> So let's start off and let's just kind of go through what happens and then hash out our feelings on it along the way.
1: So basically with this episode, we see the aftermath of Jack invading Charlie Gully's territory. As we saw in the previous episode, he, you know, invades, he punches him, he beats him up and finally security comes. I come on security. That that should have been better from the start. But after fleeing Florida, Jack promises Ace, hey, you will become DWL champion and you'll also turn face, which is all that Ace really wants. And it's the only thing that's going to make him stay in Duffy, I guess, because obviously he's such a great guy. So this prompts Ace to actually try to be a good guy in real life. He tries to make amends. Um, with the, the cashier at the little store, I forget her name.
0: Ace's definition though of, of trying to be a good guy is like, he woke up in the morning. Yeah, I'm a good guy now. Yeah. Hi mom. I'm a good guy. Goes to the store. Hi cashier. I forget what your name is. I'm a good, I'm a good guy now and I'm sorry for what I did to you. I'm a good guy, and she doesn't.
1: She doesn't accept his apology, which is great because he's n- not a good guy, and it, she's smart she, enough to know that. The, this is the smartest character in the show. Seriously, seriously, <laughs> she's the only one who like just doesn't buy him. Oh my god,
0: it it, it is astounding <laughs> at how dumb everyone else is in comparison <laughs> when it comes to Ace Spade on this show.
1: She's the only one I trust. This lady, and I forget her name. Sorry, <laughs> but. So, of course, at this point, Gully, you know, is pissed because Jack's coming in and just taking over his show. So Rooster, who knows now that uh, Gully was going to give Ace the belt immediately, he kind of tries to make himself valuable and suggests that Gully goes to the South Georgia State Fair to get revenge, go to his own, go to Jack's own territory and get revenge there. Great idea. Rooster is so smart. He's the second smartest person in the show. <laughs> this, this was
0: interesting for me. This is the one thing coming out of this, this episode, this finale, that I'm like, well, this would hook me for a season two. Mm-hmm. I want to see what happens with Rooster kind of being the top guy in FWD and having Charlie Gully's ear. Yeah, or does this become sort of a non-issue after Charlie Gully was thwarted
1: later on in the episode? Like,
0: does does this just kind of peter out? Like it probably will because I'm interested in it.
1: (laughs) That's what it seems like. But you'd think that Rooster, he has this kind of inside knowledge on Duffy and Jack and everything, so he could be incredibly valuable. And I think you'd be stupid not to explore that further and exploit it. But meanwhile, back in Duffy. J.C.'s really sad. She's left the house. She's taken Thomas with her. She's really, really mad about Jack and the tissues. It's really dumb. These tissues. It's it's stupid. I'm sorry. (laughs) That is not the reason that the fans at the Duffy Dome turned on Ace. The tissues were just the icing on the cake. They were going to boo this man regardless.
0: It's not the fact that, hey, you you went into business for yourself. You took liberties with your brother in the ring. You're supposed to be working together. You're supposed to be cooperating. This is why he flew off the deep end, because you did all this to him. It's... You had the through tissues (laughs) at him. It's like the most unimportant detail of the entire thing, and yet... it is what Stacy is hyper focused on. So focused on it, in fact, that she completely glosses over the fact that Ace legitimately broke someone's yes. leg, which there's no excuse
1: yes. for. Yes. And Jack has to then sit there and explain to her when he finally gets her to agree to talk with him. He has to sit there and explain to her that Ace is an asshole. <laughs> that he does all these things. He said this to uh what's her face? The cashier. He did this. He he intentionally uh broke Bobby's leg or whatever it was he did this and she's like well I didn't know that that I, I, would have been nice to know
0: I, I do love that scene of him smartening her up to hey uh, so meanwhile on this show this is what's happening when you're not when you're off like strumming your guitar yeah. and writing very literal songs
1: like he's like he's telling me that I'm gonna kill myself just like dad well well you should have told me that well you going to listen because you see what he's doing all of these other times. There's no way that in these 10 years you've been with Jack you don't see ever that this guy's a little twerp. You have to know and you've just been blind to it because... Maybe,
0: maybe, maybe love is blind. Maybe, Shut up. Maybe Stacy and Ace. Maybe, oh, Stace. Why? Why? or no, she's an eye. She's an I. Anyway, maybe they're the... OTP, it's A-C. as the kids on Tumblr say.
1: <laughs> no, it's uh, if that's the direction that they want to go, I would scream. I would scream.
0: <laughs> well, we know that Tumblr, <laughs> Tumblr eventually was the co-writer of Arrow. So well. <laughs> does Tumblr slash Twitter slash TikTok slash other T? Social media networks, (laughs) do they take over the creative team for this show?
1: I wonder if Tumblr is talking about this show. I don't want to know. Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) Meanwhile, here's the good stuff that's going on. (laughs) Wild Bill (laughs) offers Crystal the opportunity to be Bunny Bombshell. Horrible name. <laughs> which is terrible his, name. The, he he always has a valet, and her name is always Bunny Bombshell, and she's usually a stripper. Um, so this isn't wrestling, which is what Crystal obviously should be doing, and Wild Bill knows that she should be doing it. But it's better than nothing. It'll give her a spot at the at the fair, and if she accepts it. She'll play the role, but of course, we need Jack's permission first. We need to make sure that this is okay with Ace.
0: Well, yeah, Jack does have final say. After all, it is his promotion.
1: But luckily, Ace is pretending to be a good guy these days. So he's totally cool with it. It's fine. He'd love Crystal to be there, even though he's been a complete ass for the past, like, 10 years.
0: <laughs> you know, good guy Ace also has the artifice of a Pleasantville character, now <laughs> that I think about it.
1: <laughs> I don't buy him. He's so phony. <laughs> He's such a fan.
0: I'm a good guy. It's like all the subtlety of like a Vince McMahon character, <laughs> it's like a Vince McMahon original. Oh, so uh, now you're going to be really, really nice to people. Really nice. <laughs> like, and yeah. that's, that's just...
1: <laughs> but we know how this goes for him, because remember when he turned around and was suddenly like super nice to Crystal and Bobby after... The um, they they shot the the promo thing, and he's like super like, yeah, guys, that was great. Very that very great. like
0: manically nice. And then
1: like the next episode, he's busting his leg. Yeah, I hate him. Can you tell that I hate him? Do
0: they have psychiatrists in Duffy?
1: <laughs> Not in Duffy. You'd probably have to go to the next town over. <laughs> anyway, it turns out that Wild Bill like needs, probably kind of needs the valet more. For himself too, not just to help Crystal, because he's been taking drugs to manage his pain and keep him going.
0: As every yeah,
1: <laughs> every, every <old> wrestler, dude.
0: <laughs> yeah, especially in Wild Bill's day, mm-hmm. yeah, you you pop those things like Tic Tacs.
1: So something really bad could happen <laughs> at the fair, um, and he's going to need some sort of probably protection <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> That's my thinking anyway. But and and Diego's the one who's uh, who's. Who's his dealer?
0: <laughs> well, Diego says he's not a dealer. He just helped him out he's this basically time. Basically,
1: his dealer just to
0: get through this show. Yeah. I, at first, I thought he was bringing him like some sort of like illicit drugs. Yeah. But these are these are just like pain pain. But they killers, get really bad. Pain pills.
1: Like the last one he gives them, he's like, yeah. You don't know what's going to happen with this, but but that leads us to the actual fair. So for some reason, in the main event. Bill and Jack team up and beat up Ace, which is somehow supposed to turn him face. I don't really see the logic in this. It doesn't really make any sense. There's no story to really go with that. But suddenly the crowd is just 100% behind this dude because clearly they don't know anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah, the heel face dynamics here to me, to my understanding, made absolutely zero sense. You have Wild Bill, who's the big babyface going into the match. Yeah. You have both Spade brothers who are heels at this point, And then a heel and a babyface teaming up to beat up another heel. Just right is away. As opposed to babyface
1: the heel it's that right everyone away. hates the most. The match begins. Bill and Jack look at each other. And then they start beating up on Ace, who has been evil this whole time. I think it would have been a lot cooler to see Ace and Jack team up. And go after Bill. Go go after the old guy. That would really make you look like a monster heel. Yeah.
0: Normally when a heel gets the shit beaten out of them, especially when it's a really hated heel. Yeah. People love it. They go wild. It's not just, oh, they're double teaming him. Yeah. I, I wouldn't care if there were 12 people all stomping <laughs> on ace. I would be loving that if I It'd were in great. that crowd.
1: It'd be great. So I
0: didn't buy that at all.
1: Yeah, it's it's just it it doesn't work like that. Like I don't know. I'm not the smartest wrestling fan in the world. No, you get it. And I don't necessarily care about how accurate wrestling looks in shows like this. No, but it you was get just it. Like that's not how this works.
0: <laughs> no, you no, you're right on the money. You get it. That was weird.
1: It, it was. It, it didn't make sense to me. I th- I don't know how you would turn this man's face, at least not so quickly. But that wasn't it.
0: You, <laughs> It would have to be such a brutal beatdown. Yeah. I'm talking chairs. I'm talking like barbed wire wrapped baseball bats. I'm talking like threatening to behead the man and cut his hair. <laughs> I think
1: that would work with him. Yeah. A hair versus hair match, and then everyone just feels bad for I, I'm him.
0: Like a brutal, savage beatdown to the point where you can't help but feel pity for the guy at first. And then eventually that turns into goodwill. And I, hatred but, for the people who did it. That and that's like a that's gotta be a pretty extreme angle. To, yeah. These people just do not want any part of Ace after everything that's gone down. They just don't. So I don't buy that. Well, that happened way too quickly. Yeah. Now, just like everything with Ace, just like everyone yeah. forgiving Ace for breaking Bobby's leg, just like everyone forgiving Jack yeah. for taking advantage of Ace in the first place. Except All for the, Rooster. Except for Rooster, because Rooster, again, one of one of two smart people in this show.
1: <laughs> Wait, well, three. Crystal's smart, but she, but but her- she's
0: not smart when it comes to our main characters, yeah. and thus she's not really that successful in the grand scheme of this show because she hasn't been able to. Uh, well, well, well. The end of this episode says something different, <laughs> and I also have thoughts about that, but. <laughs>
1: So, you know, this match is going on. The crowd's behind Ace. They're chanting his name. They're loving him. They're booing everyone else while Bill poops his pants.
0: <laughs> okay. First of all. First of all. He
1: can't continue, so he plays dead.
0: <laughs> that is a that's some really bad <laughs> leakage there. Is, is 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 he not wearing under-tights?
1: Uh. He's, I don't know what's going on there.
0: <laughs> traditionally, I mean, you'd be wearing some sort of under-tights under your you know what whatever your your long tights you'd be wearing a, a pair of trunks under that How did least. it
1: bleed through so much
0: So that's that must have been some really uh strong
1: stuff The moment Diego said, you know, you could like be, you know, puking or pooping or whatever if you take the stronger stuff, that should have been the moment that Wild Bill said, "Hold up, let me get my adult diaper." <laughs> you know,
0: I I do commend him though for for not like making it more of a thing because he could have easily used that as like Oh, look at me! I'm this old timer pooping my pants in the ring. Have sympathy for me. But
1: he's supposed—he just to laid out at because, that point because he, Jack, already told him we have to make East look like the good guy, so you can't get any sympathy. But it's
0: Wild but he's Bill.
1: Just like, he's just like I must, I must pretend I'm dead and then just yeah, it, there. It, it,
0: yeah, yeah. Too bad I got up on the apron. Now I just have to lay here like a dummy. <laughs> I thought that was—I thought that was like really genuinely funny, and then also great. like kind of big of Wild Bill to realize. Okay, yeah, I—I I just lay out now instead of making this about me, which that, he could have easily still done.
1: That would have been my favorite part of this episode because then Crystal has to tell everyone he shit his pants. Yeah, but so. <laughs> He's he's down and out. But we also have our dear friend, Charlie Gully, who shows up like Rooster suggested. He's trying to get, um you know, Ace booed. I think he starts a jack chant yeah, at some point. Yeah, they start
0: the jack chant. Yeah. Or like, And this is another thing that it's like, just because you hear some group of assholes chanting something doesn't mean... the crowd just goes along with it. Yeah. Like, that's not how, and maybe it's because the state fair crowd, maybe they're not the diehards. They're not Maybe they're (laughs) not like as, you know, they don't know what's going on and maybe they either only casually know about the DWL or they have no idea. So they're just going along with whatever everyone else is doing. Yeah. So I guess that in that (laughs) sense, Wild Bill and Jack teaming up on Ace does kind of, baby face, Ace, because to a crowd that has no idea who these people are. Yeah. I, I guess in that sense, that works. And I guess in that sense, the the Jack chants do work. That's the
1: only way it Because the sense. dynamic
0: of the crowd is like, maybe you have like, I don't know, a few hundred of your diehards. And then the rest is just these people who have never been to your wrestling show before. But- Probably very easily swayed.
1: But Ace also was talking about, I don't remember if it was this episode or the episode before, how- all of these people are now watching their videos and seeing what they're about and trying to figure out more of what they're doing, which in that case, they would see Ace crying in the ring and be like, what a big baby. We hate him. He's stupid. Which Gully takes advantage of here, and great, because he comes prepared with the tissues. And he and his guys start throwing the tissues into the ring, and... The crowd again hates Ace and it leads to this very dramatic and totally realistic wrestling moment where (laughs) Jack and Ace are at the top of the ladder. It's the middle of the match and all of a sudden Ace is like, did you do this with the tissues? And Jack's like, not this time, (laughs) (laughs) but last time. And so they get into this like deep conversation. He's got to apologize. And the crowd, of course, isn't going to notice any of this. Nobody's going to notice that these two are just at the top chatting for like 10 minutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, this would have for sure made the you talk too much segment on Botchamania. This (laughs) is like the most egregious, like, and I don't care. It's a show. Like, at this point, any wrestling crowd would have been like, what the hell are they doing? Yeah. Some people would have started booing.
1: And then Ace goes and does... What he always does, the one thing that he knows best, the only thing he knows how to do, he acts unprofessional. And he hurts
0: people when he's angry.
1: Exactly. And he starts beating up Jack. I wonder where he inherited this trait.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah Probably from his abusive father. That's just going to be my guess.
1: So he's just really beaten up, uh, up on Jack and, and Bobby's like, you know, Bobby's the referee. I don't remember if we mentioned that. <laughs> Bobby's the referee here. And he's he's in his ear talking to Willie. Like they're, you know, he's killing them for real. What am I supposed to do? What am I supposed to do? And and someone has to step in and get things under control since Ace is a complete and utter maniac asshole. So Crystal comes in. Here comes Bunny Bombshell. And For some reason, Ace is cool with this, and they just completely change the finish, and Crystal wins the belt, which, good for her. We also—this is also when we get to see uh, Wild Bill's poop stains, (laughs) because he's got it—because Charlie Gully uh, storms the ring, and he has to get up and take him out so everyone can smell him. But Crystal wins the belt— every well not everybody but you know the crowd loves it everyone's happy for crystal and the ace you know walks out
0: <laughs> the 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 brothers spade sit there they mm-hmm. take in that moment just kind of laid out propped up on the bottom turnbuckles they sit there they take in that moment and then ace chooses to leave yeah and jack stays Selling, you know, Well, he also
1: was probably legit kind of injured a little bit. That too.
0: But imagine winning your first title in a ring with a giant poop stain on the (laughs) apron. That would take away from the moment for me. Although I don't think Crystal cares at this point. This is not something that she ever probably thought was possible, although she probably dreamed about it. Yeah. The thing to me is that it seemed like a dream sequence. It does not seem like anything that would ever happen in real life in a wrestling event. And I'm not trying to be one of those. Oh, well, this wouldn't happen in real wrestling. But it's just it takes me out of the reality of the show because you're not just in a match, whether it's a ladder match or not. You're not just in a match because you walk into the ring and grab the bell. Right. You're not just in the match. You all, can't win a match that you're not in.
1: Right. It's all, not the
0: 24-7 championship.
1: <laughs> all we needed to see was at some point, like, Bobby or even, like, have Willie come out. Someone come out and, like, just, you know, their signal. Like, okay, put Crystal in. Crystal's in. That's all you need, and then it's fine. But this, again, isn't how wrestling works.
0: (laughs) But it's a small town, southern regional indie. I guess, you know, not too many people are going to take them to task for this.
1: No, but, you know, I'd have to imagine that enough people are watching or aware of what happens up north, whatever that promotion actually is called, that they kind of would know how it works.
0: (laughs) Sure. But then again, it's like they're just coming here to have a good time. That's true. It's the South Georgia State Fair. Yeah. It's not WrestleMania. Yeah. It's it's their WrestleMania. (laughs) It's, It's the DWL's WrestleMania. It's theirs. Yeah. And anyone apparently can just... Bobby could have just pinned someone yeah or not pinned someone in this case bobby could have gone up he probably couldn't have climbed the ladder with in his state i'm surprised he could ref the match yeah you got to be up and down his leg must have really healed up because you got to be up and down on on your on your feet and on your legs and that's that's still tough to, to do with it might be just as tough as wrestling the match honestly
1: yeah he seems like he's pretty well recovered um maybe a slight uh you know, stiffness or something in his leg, but he seemed like he was fine overall, right?
0: Yeah, he he didn't seem any worse no. for the wear. So yeah, anyone could have just hell, Rooster could have run down and and grabbed the belt with this logic.
1: <laughs> yeah, anyone I
0: mean, could have. He could have been well, double champion.
1: Well, oh man, that would have been cool. Uh,
0: well, that's what
1: Gully was trying to do. He was trying to. run <laughs> Take it, I think.
0: But but see Charlie Gully grabbing the belt, that I'm... would it that wouldn't automatically have no. him winning the match. Or, no. or maybe it would have. Well, maybe they would have rung the bell.
1: <laughs> what can you do? What can you do at that point? I mean No, at that point
0: he's just taking their belt to, to hold it ransom. But that'd be funny. Hold it have hostage have and desecrated at the next FWD show, which would have been great.
1: Very um uh a Blaze Medusa <laughs> on Nitro.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it's very Shane Douglas throwing down the NWA title. It's it, it's that in and of itself would have been like a great nod yeah. to like wrestling war history. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been great.
1: That would have been cool. Look, I'm happy for Crystal. I'm happy for Crystal. I don't think this is the way she should have won. I don't think this should have been her her debut match or whatever. I'm happy for her as... Unrealistic and weird as it is,
0: to me, to me, it'd be like if I'm watching the next season of Cobra Kai, and in the finals of the All Valley (laughs) tournament, you know, whoever it's Robbie and Miguel, and Miguel gets injured, and then all of a sudden, Anthony, (laughs) Daniel's son, Anthony comes in (laughs) and wins the tournament. He just steps in and he just steps in in and wins the tournament.
1: Yeah, it doesn't work like that. You have to treat wrestling. You have to treat it when, at a show, you have to treat it like it's a real thing. Like, because it, you know, as fake as it is, it's the whole suspending of disbelief. And that's just a little too much for me.
0: (laughs) Great moment. Don't get me wrong. And I can see how that sent the audience home happy.
1: I got spoiled on that. Did you? I did. I I had checked Twitter um, when we were on the road. We were traveling. Uh, when this was airing, I checked Twitter very briefly and I saw a tweet from uh, the actress's father saying, I'm the father of the DWL champion or something like that. And I was like, oh, no, <laughs> 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 oh, no. <laughs> it wasn't even I don't follow him. It wasn't retweeted. It was just like, you know how it just popped yeah. up, like suggested if you or whatever it is. Uh, and I was like, oh, and I didn't say anything because I didn't want to spoil it for you. But I was like, oh, she's going to win. But this is not how I thought she was going to win.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, it is a crowd pleasing ending, but I don't know. We were just kind of sitting there. Granted, we were watching it in a hotel.
1: Mm-hmm. And it kept buffering.
0: It, yeah. we <laughs> were just kind of sitting there and it ended. And I was like, OK, what next? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It didn't move me in any sort of emotional way. And like I'm sad because we loved Crystal all throughout this show and we were championing Mm -hmm. Crystal and now she's literally the champion.
1: Yeah. Well, I think what bothered me, though, is like the way it ends, you have Ace kind of walking out and he lets her like, you know, have this moment because he could have just at any time just run up there and gotten the belt because he was supposed to get it anyway. But he goes along with this change. And it just kind of feels like, am I supposed to be rooting for him again? For me, I'm just kind of like, am I supposed to be... Is this supposed to be his big moment where he's he's mature and he lets her win? He lets the girl win the belt?
0: What I want to know is, is this the big character growth for Ace that we heard so much about? Yeah. Leading up to this episode? Because I, I saw, now granted, progress isn't always necessarily linear but usually in a story like this when you have someone make some progress take a huge step back make some progress (laughs) take a a giant like thousand mile road trip back (laughs) and then make a little bit more progress like that's not like the satisfying story to watch no so i in ace i see someone who's capable of changing but is probably just going to keep tripping himself up So I didn't necessarily feel any—I felt like he was no better than when we met him in the first episode. Yeah, And actually probably a lot worse in my eyes.
1: Yes, and that's exactly it. Like, at no point—I think the only point where I would have been able to be okay with him is after the—when they shoot the promo— And he's like buddy-buddy with Crystal and he's friends with everybody and everyone's having a good time. Um, That was the only moment where I was like, okay, he's fine. If he continues like this, it's going to be fine. But with every episode, it's just back and forth. It gives me whiplash because it's... He's mean. No, he's fine. He's good. He's a good guy. No, he's awful. No, he's good. No, he's trying to be good. No, no, actually, he's not. And there was a point. The turning point was when... It was the episode when he breaks Bobby's leg. And I said, there's only like two or three episodes left after this. There's not going to be any turning back from here. I don't see how he's going to be able to redeem himself. And really, the show since then, in general, for me, hasn't been able to redeem itself since then. Because that was just a huge, There, there was no real growth since then. And it's just disturbed me from that point on.
0: The worst thing about Ace for me is that he's a character that everyone is always going to make excuses for. Mm-hmm. The characters on the other characters on the show are going to always trip over themselves yeah. to make excuses for. The fans that watch this show are always going to trip over themselves to make excuses for him. Whereas, like when, for example, like Rooster went to FWD, like took a booking down there, mm-hmm. and fans are like, "He's a traitor! He is well, a disgrace!" And not all the fans, but no. I saw some of that, <laughs> that and I'm like, uh. Check your man Ace, who legitimately physically hurts people yes. when he gets a little angry. Yes. And compare that to a rest an independent wrestler taking another booking.
1: Well, and you have yeah. Rooster.
0: Mm, I don't think these
1: things are Rooster had a perfect opportunity to go off script at some in, in that like battle royal or whatever it was. Um, in the same event where Ace destroys Bobby. He had an opportunity to go off script and just, you know, stick it to Jack. And out of respect to him, he didn't do that because he's a professional. So he wasn't going to, you know, change the ending of a match just to suit him because he's a professional and, and he, you know, takes pride in being a professional wrestler. Him deciding to switch companies... He's allowed to do that. That's fine. That's he he's been good this entire time whereas Ace has been evil this entire time. <laughs> yeah. There's no there is there is no comparison. There's no reason to be mad at Rooster. Are they mad at Ricky Rabies who I'm sure is taking other bookings? This is just one stop. Oh along yeah, it was, the way. it was
0: it was good to see yeah, him he again here.
1: And and Big Jim.
0: And Big Jim, yeah, Big, Big Jim. Jim.
1: He he came for this show cuz they were down a man and obviously they couldn't use um the dad (laughs) so they got a legitimate dad
0: (laughs) should have got Dan the dad
1: that's all I could think of when when the dad showed up I just kept thinking of Dan the dad and like this is gimmick infringement
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know I will say though as much as I'm just not a huge fan of the spades I do think Jack is in a much better place than where he started and I think you know that's maybe more important than where Ace is right now. I I think Jack is a more likable character. He's willing to trust Crystal, not only with his championship, but to not hurt him when he is already in real bad shape in the ring. And he's never
1: seen her wrestle. Yeah,
0: and he's in there. He's, yeah, I'll take a suplex. Just take care of me. You know, make sure I don't get hurt. I I feel like that is such character growth.
1: Yeah, and I think it helps.
0: Because she's just a valet.
1: Right. And I think it helps that we saw that another flashback with with Tom and Jack and Ace when they were younger, and which which is also important to note. Um They, I think, what happened is Ace took something of Jack's, and so Jack was like kind of beaten up on him yeah. <laughs> a little bit, fighting
0: like brothers. Yeah, which
1: is what they do. Probably and
0: still shouldn't beat up your brother you shouldn't. but that's besides the point <laughs> but
1: but i mean look at the the household they live in but so then t- tom sees them and then he comes over and he starts beating up on jack
0: like he, this is this is abuse he he seems like the type of guy who would honestly look forward to any opportunity he has to beat up one of his kids. Yeah,
1: well, not Ace. Ace
0: Particularly Jack.
1: Well, because what he says, you know, uh, uh, Jack started beating up on Ace because that's my property. You don't touch my property. And then so Tom beats up on Jack because you don't touch my property. Ace is mine, which is gross. That's just gross behavior. It's really toxic. And I hate him. I don't know which spade (laughs) I hate the most. Because I hate, I hate Tom. I hate Ace. I hate Mama well, Spade. I don't like Stacy. Well,
0: here's the thing. You got to hate Tom Spade the most because yeah. everyone is who they are because of him. I guess. Mama Spade is miserable because of what he did. The kids are who they are because they come from him and were raised by him and he was abusive. Stacy is the way she is because she has to deal with Jack and Jack <laughs> is the way he is. It all comes back to Tom Spade.
1: Yeah, that's true. Horrible person. Yeah, but y'all should grow up.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, it goes back to, you know, uh, there's a great saying. I don't know where I heard this, but I really like it. Your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Ace doesn't have any responsibility. Ace does not have any sense of responsibility at this point. Maybe like the tiniest bit, but it's fleeting. Jack, I feel like, is taking some responsibility.
1: Well, he's holding the entire you know D W L on his shoulders. Right, but th- he, but
0: that's oh, he doesn't I, have I to do all this myself. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 for the entire season, and then but, he starts to come around. But and the fact that he starts to come around shows him you know taking some positive steps, which sure. I do commend.
1: But like when you have like Ace being like, "Let me have some creative control. Let me do stuff. Let me do stuff." But then Ace keeps turning around and fucking everything up. If I was Jack, yeah, I'd be like, "No, I don't." try <laughs> I don't think I can trust these people. Well, yeah,
0: you just got to trust other people who are an ace. <laughs> That's the the key thing. Is ace the, the sun doesn't have to rise and set with ace. No,
1: babe.
0: there's plenty other talent in your locker room already.
1: Hey, by the way, Stacy sung the national anthem at the. At the, We were all very the bowl thing, whatever we were, it was. We
0: were all very impressed. The
1: rodeo thing. And it was going on during the main event. So Jack couldn't see.
0: I'm glad I'm glad <laughs> they didn't do what I thought they were going to do and like underlay her singing with like the match going on or something like that.
1: <laughs> I was afraid you had Jack. He was trying to watch it, I think, on his phone. And Willie's like, hey, come on your your match is now you have to go and he's like i'm trying to see stacy sing i was like he is going to leave <laughs> this place just to go see her sing even though we've seen her sing every single episode oh, <laughs>
0: it's a terrible song anyway <laughs> but All right, so so is that a does that kind of wrap us up for the the episode
1: i think that covers everything important that happens i think
0: well before we kind of just start to talk about the season as a whole, because this will be kind of our season wrap up. I don't think we're going to come back for another recap episode. I think this will probably be us putting a bow on this. Let's first talk about Wild Bill and his <laughs> his uh, his poopy tights. Is this, let's is this let's let's go to the final edition of Wild Style, the Wild Bill uh, Fashion Report. Take it away,
1: my man. We've got shit filled snakeskin tights you guys. Like, come on.
0: <laughs> wearing his Charlie Browners uh, tonight. His,
1: he, you know what? He, he also completes it with a, a, a brown tan, whatever, leather vest. It completes the outfit, but I can't unsee the poop.
0: Some say that it predicted the poop. It foreshadowed <laughs> I the can't,
1: poop. I can't unsee it. it and like, without the poop, this was great, this was great Wild Bill Ring attire, I think, but... <laughs> everyone, everyone had... Yeah. Like
0: special big show gear on, which yeah. not not literally Paul White the Big Show, but big <laughs> event gear yeah. on.
1: Yeah. Um. But yeah, I hated Crystal
0: as Bunny Bombshell, though. I gotta say,
1: I wish that like I hated it. I wish that they had just created another character for her or something. Yeah, like, I, I get it.
0: Because the the thing with Wild Bill is that he's never been creepy
1: yeah, towards Crystal, right.
0: and I would have loved it if he was like. That's true. But you're not Bunny Bombshell. You're... You can just be. Crystal.
1: Or, like, come up with your own thing. Or or, come
0: up with your own thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And he was a little creepy when he was in the ring, but he wasn't, like, he's never been creepy directly towards her. that was just a promo. That was just gimmick. He's, yeah, he's never been weird towards her, which is still very bizarre to me. And I'm just like, what is going on there? (laughs) Like, he likes her, like, legitimately, or he respects her. He
0: looks at her as almost like a daughter, it seems like. Yeah,
1: and that's why I've been wondering. I'm like, is that... Maybe, maybe That would
0: be that that would kind maybe. of be a step too far for because, me. Well, but we don't see her parents
1: ever. She's yeah, always alone. She her trailer she lives in a trailer park. She lives alone. Um, we never see anybody around except for the kids in the area. So it just has me wondering. I mean, maybe. I don't know how old she is, and I don't know when Wild Bill left Duffy, but
0: <laughs> not out of the realm of possibility, no. but
1: he acts differently around her, just like he acted differently around Willie's daughter.
0: Maybe, maybe if she is his daughter, maybe he doesn't even know it. But there's could, he, there's just something there's that something
1: that's changes stopping. his
0: attitude towards her or Which something. Is... I don't know. I, I would like to see if there is a season two. I mean, we'll watch it, whether or not we actually do episodes on it. But I would like to see Crystal's backstory a bit more. I, I would like Bobby's. to see more about her life, more about her her family, where she comes from, because she's very different from most of your average Duffy folk.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I think that's the thing. I I want to see background for these other characters, and I think with eight episodes, there just wasn't enough. Like, I have so many questions about even Stacy, who I don't even like. Because she clearly, I've talked about this before, she went to college. She she was in a sorority. She has a whole entire friend group that lives somewhere else outside of Duffy. So she doesn't seem to be from Duffy. Where is she from? How did she meet Jack? How did this happen? What did she go to college for? What is she actually qualified to do? What could she have become if not for Duffy?
0: Uh, That's a whole different show, and I'm not watching that one. But
1: I mean, like... That's something that I would be even more interested in. Cause here well, cause here's the thing. As it stands, here's who I'm interested in. Diego, Apocalypse, Rooster, Bobby, where are Bobby's parents? Crystal, Wild Bill, uh, Charlie Gully. That's it. Those are the ones I'm interested the in. The
0: cashier. The
1: <laughs> cashier. The cashier. Here's who I'm not interested in. Because of how this the tone of this show and how it's presented everybody, every single member of the Spade family. <laughs> I just, I, I feel like there's more that could have been done with some of these characters, including the Spades, including someone like Stacy, But not enough justice was done to them. So I'm just kind of left with this feeling of, eh.
0: <laughs> you know why I think we're interested in all those characters that you mentioned is because I think they feel like they would fit in seamlessly with the tone of a show like Glow, right? You could take that locker room and put them in the world of Glow, and you don't have to change a thing.
1: You know where else they'd fit in? In in the like '80s episodes of Young Rock, that too with the with the, with the wrestlers they'd yeah. fit in real. That the, their stories they they could really shine in a show like that because they're fun. And I think the locker room stuff is, is just, it's fun. It's more interesting. They, like, anytime they're getting together and they're just talking about whatever the hell they're talking about, it's, like, a million times more interesting to me than whatever, like, Stacy's going on about. And so they would have really shined in a show that was more, a bit more comedy. This is just too dramatic, and it's great to have those little moments of levity, but it's just not enough, and I want more of that.
0: Yeah, dramedy is is a tough tough category to be in, though. Yeah, there are a lot of shows that have so much to offer in all aspects, but then they're harder to categorize. Sure. And then, then it's harder for them to get awards. Whereas if something like this leans into its drama, yeah, that's when it's like, oh, that's the Emmy bait. You're still bitter about or Cobra Kai, whatever. Let's. I don't want to bring it up. <laughs> but anyway. Yeah, no, I, I I agree. I would have loved more more comedy, more levity, more moments to enjoy myself while watching the episodes. Especially with the fact that they're long episodes, they they feel every minute for for me. And this is just my personal opinion. They feel every minute of their duration. I, mm-hmm. I you know as I'm watching, I don't get lost in them, and then suddenly it's over. That never happens with with these episodes. I and do so I'm, now. I'm, I'm not saying watch. it's a bad quality <laughs> show. I'm just saying I feel it.
1: I do zone out on rewatches. Though. Well, you
0: come on. I you, zone out. You zone on everything.
1: Well.
0: <laughs> you probably zone out while we're recording.
1: <laughs> I think I've done that.
0: <laughs> oh boy. Well, let's just finish now with our thoughts on this season overall. What are your thoughts overall just coming out of the season? What did you like about the season? Maybe favorite episodes, least favorite episodes, favorite things, least favorite things, etc.
1: Well, here's what I really would have liked to see more of. I think at the beginning of the show, I really wasn't a fan of Willie. But within the last couple episodes, when we finally see her coming around to, you know, Crystal, and you're seeing her get a little more emotional and be more human, because I think this whole time she's been very, not robotic, but just kind closed of closed off. Yeah. And she's been very cold. And finally, you kind of, I didn't care. I didn't really, I didn't like the scene with her in the, the, Previous episode because it just seemed like it was leading nowhere with her and her husband, but
0: and it did lead nowhere. You're right about that. Yeah,
1: it led nowhere because there was no payoff with that in this episode. And I think that's something because I was getting, I was starting to finally get invested in Willie as a character and see where is she going to go. And then she didn't do anything in in the finale. Really, did she? She just kind of was backstage producing, (laughs) which to be
0: fair is her role. That's her (laughs) role,
1: but. They, they, I feel like they made her seem like a bigger character with like the Wild Bill stuff, and then ma- but and then they didn't give her anything at the end. And I want to know more about her and what she's going through and what like is she gonna leave like her husband's been telling her to to leave Duffy and like teach drama at a school or something. Would she do that? Is that her plan? And we don't get any like any idea at all of what she's planning on doing now Um, and so I just I I wish there was more focus on her at the end again I'm really happy for Crystal Crystal deserves everything Um, but I I feel like I've said this before I don't think that this show really does the women justice I I think they make them look sillier than they should be
0: (laughs) that's fair And it doesn't seem that there are many women writing this show. I could be wrong about that.
1: I I know there's one name that's come up a few times, or maybe that was a director. I don't remember. It might have been. It might have been a director. Um, But I just, I feel like too much focus on a couple man babies. While the women, and and this is just how it is, the women have to clean up everything, and and they they don't get. I don't think they got a, a good enough material.
0: <laughs> and they're not even fun man babies either. No, they're not even the type of man babies that you that eventually come around in the end and have potential. It's like no, yeah, they're just they're just man babies. They're
1: not lovable. No, <laughs> they're just. Jack. George. I mean, Jack.
0: Kind of, but I wouldn't
1: call him lovable.
0: Like he's he can get there. I he's sympathetic. Just, I just think Ace. It would just take something very yeah. drastic, which I wouldn't. Also, wouldn't put past no. the show.
1: Jack's sympathetic. I think yeah. I wouldn't call him lovable. I wouldn't call any of the spades lovable, but I would call Jack sympathetic. Yeah.
0: I I think a lot of a lot of Jack's appeal also is what Stephen Amell brings to That's... the character and to the show, and I think people come in with goodwill towards him sure. anyway. So. It's and, and, that much easier for them.
1: And I think everyone plays their roles perfectly. Like, the acting is really well done in this show, but I just don't care about some of the characters that, they, that they're playing. Yeah. And, and that's just, you know, what happens. My my favorite characters continue to be the ones that I thought from the beginning would be my favorite characters. Wild Bill, Charlie Gully, Crystal, and, you know, the rest of the wrestlers. Um, I would have liked to see more... I would have liked to see more backbone from a lot of these people, though. Like with Ace, nobody again, nobody challenges it. And that kind of just makes me sick.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, overall, for me, I thought that it this season had some good upward momentum. I really did enjoy the first episode. Second episode, not as much. And then I feel like there was a sweet spot around three and four where I was really coming around on it. And then from there, it, it started to disappoint me a little bit more each episode. I will say my favorite stuff though did happen in episode 7 with Charlie Gully but before that it was i think it was really um it might have been episode 4 i believe or maybe it was episode, episode 3 i think it was cuz the odd number shows have have had the most wrestling usually that's it,
1: the um Ricky Rabie's episode
0: i think that was it yeah. and i think it was when you know they they had a big show and and just seeing that all play out was really interesting and i there there were a, there was a lot of stuff for me that i really enjoyed earlier on in the season, and then as it got bogged down in things that I just wasn't as interested in, that's when I started to check out a little bit of, especially the main stories, but I also started to lose faith in, you know, good things happening for Bobby and Rooster. And, and no, I, I think Rooster in his own way, he did succeed, whereas he he was actually set up to just be a pawn. I think now my most interesting thing coming out of season one is, how Rooster plays this now because he's in a position of power and mm-hmm. he wasn't necessarily supposed to be there and stay there. So that's what I'm interested in. I'm interested in the other show going on yeah. in this universe. I'm, I'm, that's what I would come back for. So yeah, season two, like I said, I get, and I hate to do this. I'm genuinely not trying to rain on anyone's parade. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure if we will cover it if it does get renewed. And I hope it gets renewed. I hope everyone keeps working. I hope everyone, you know, can keep (laughs) their jobs and flesh out these roles even more and tell more stories in this world. But as for us, I'm not we might just I mean, we've certainly mentioned Glow enough times in throughout the course of covering both Young Rock and this where I feel like that's an obvious thing that we will cover at some point. We have some other episodes planned on different topics. I'm not sure if this is a show that we will necessarily follow, um, which is weird to say, because I felt like it'd be a perfect show for our niche here. (laughs) But, you know, we got to do what we have fun with. And, That's... you know, we, we have had fun covering this show, but I think not in the same way that I feel like we would if if we were really that invested in kind of the main meat of the show.
1: Well, it's like I said before, there was a very specific turning point, And it was the episode where Ace breaks Bobby's leg. And ever since then, I just haven't been having a good time. <laughs> yeah. And if I'm investing a lot of time in watching something... Look, the world's depressing enough as it is. I don't want to be depressed and angry while watching something that I'm supposed to just be watching in my downtime and enjoying myself. And again, it's not that it's a bad show. It's just not the show for me.
0: Right, right. Well... I think that's going to do it for this episode of Pro Wrestling Repackaged and for our coverage of Heels Season 1. And I just want to thank everyone who interacted with us. If you sent in listener feedback, if you tweeted us, if you sent us a DM, an email, thank you so much. We really appreciate it. We enjoyed interacting with you about Heel Season 1. And we've got some more things in the pipeline for the near future. But until then, thank you so much for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time.
1: Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PW Repackaged and email us at PW at gmail.com.
0: Subscribe on Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or your favorite podcast app. And visit PW for links to everything.
1: If you'd like to support the show, please consider leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Podchaser, or any other platform that features reviews.
0: Pro Wrestling Repackaged is a Multitrack Minds production. Visit MultitrackMinds.com for projects and audio production services by yours truly.